Hey everyone, this is Guido, one of the co-hosts of the Amigos podcast. We're off this week, but we wanted to leave you with a quick clip from one of our old episodes. We hope you enjoy it. You talked about a lot of uh, a lot of clients and this relationship that you build. And uh, what was the other client that you mentioned earlier? The clothes. Carters. Carters. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're adorable. Um, so <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> I don't shop for children. Um, so can you tell me of a time when a client has moved you and like made you change the way you operate or the way that you maybe look at your job or your position? Yeah, I, <laughs> I wrote this in and. I feel like this is the saddest, but like oh, most yes. touching story <laughs> ever. So let me give y'all a little bit, like grab a tissue. Um, oh, damn I it. we're out. <laughs> no crying. There's no crying in baseball. At guys. my at my last company, so I worked at a, a ad tech agency called Simplify. Um, they're based in Fort Worth, and one of the cool things that I ended up doing there was I ended up getting this title of like the fixer. Um, <laughs> which so, I feel like yeah. as an account manager, you're like, oh, that's great. And then at the same time, you're like, ah, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, it's being the fixer is when there is a really bad client. And I'm saying bad, not in the sense of like what they do is bad, but more of like their attitude mm-hmm. towards their current account manager is bad or their attitude mm-hmm. towards the company is bad. Or we used to do, oh, what are they called? Where you get the survey and you have to be like, oh, would you recommend us from a scale of one to 10? Yeah, yeah. NPS score. And somebody would give us like a one or two. I would get those clients. <laughs> that was then pushed to Erica to say, hey, we've seen you turn around some other people and they're really happy. And and I got pushed one of those clients. And they literally for the first, this is actually the client that I mentioned was like, are you sure you can handle this account? I was like, yeah, why are you saying that to me? All male leadership, all male that I worked with. So that already was a little tough because I felt like there were a few stereotypes in there where I was like, I am not like a soft, like I'm going to cry type of girl. I'm very blunt. Honestly, when you cry, I pat you on the shoulder and I don't really know how to respond. That, that's how Same. I respond to cry. I'm like, I'm sorry. Slowly walk out of the room. Yes. yes. We won't even talk about how like my fiance yeah. has a 13 year old daughter. So I'm a stepmom oh. of a 13 year old girl. And so I'm like, you have to. I'm like calling my mom like, was this me when I was 13? <laughs> what are you saying? But having that whole conversation and. This client in particular was really difficult. And for the first three weeks, I mean, screaming. There were times that like in our our office was like made out of glass window. So all the conference rooms, like you could see what was happening. So if someone could hear someone yelling, you just like looked out the window and everyone's like oh. <laughs> leaning like, yeah. what's going oh, on? Yeah. What, <laughs> like, Who is she talking to? What client is that? And it was bad. I mean, three weeks, three and a half, maybe even four weeks of. Me getting on calls, me having to pull my manager in on every single call that was happening, them listening and being like, Erica's being calm. You're trying. And there was just a call that I was so fed up. I was so fed up. And not only was I fed up, my boss's boss was in the room when I was fed up. And I was like, if you would just let me talk. And he literally, everybody stops. My boss is like, Erica, calm down. It's like, no, it's been three consecutive weeks of them just being mad. And I haven't been able to say, let's scratch this. Let's start a new strategy. Like, let us both be a team. And that moment, everyone shut up. And I was like, this is what I think we should do. I think we should scratch everything that we've been doing. Literally turn your campaigns off. I will run a campaign 50% of the budget your way. I will run a campaign 50% of the budget my way. We will see who wins. And whoever wins, we will optimize that way. And we'll just move forward. And they were like, yeah, that's kind of smart three weeks of you yelling at me. I could have said this two and a half weeks ago. Eventually me and that client got on the same page. 
everything. I mean, everything was good. We had like a social for my company and we went to Top Golf and I suck at golf. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> but I was standing up there. I was wearing like these wedges because like I was like, oh, let me look cute. Stupid idea. Um, I took like my shoes off and I had like Mitch Matt socks on and nice. I'm sitting there talking to them and we're chatting and I mean, laughter. They're teaching me how to swing. They're like, no. Erica, you got to optimize to the left of your wrist. I was like, oh, my gosh, shut up. Because they're trying to use, like, my terms. But it <laughs> it was fun, and it was a good way for us to connect. And when I say from then on, I got added to their, what is it, group me group. And we were sending, like, giffies back and forth to one another. That's like, they would call giffies. me. It's giffy, whatever. <laughs> it is not peanut butter, okay? <laughs> but we we got on the same page. And then eventually... One of my clients who had been on keto, so funny because Ray was literally Ooh, just talking to us yeah. about keto, had been on keto, I mean, had lost 150 pounds, was wow. looking fantastic, was doing like lifting, was starting to get into CrossFit, had a heart attack, Oh wow. man. died yeah. for three whole minutes, dead, and came back to life. And like even the nurses, so I get on this like weekly call not knowing anything happened the day before. And they co-own the business. And so the co-owner calls me and he's like, hey, Erica, I just want to let you know, like, he's not going to be on the call. I was like, oh, is everything okay? Like, how are y'all doing? And he's like, up in tears, just, <sighs> and they're brothers-in-law. So I was like, okay, this is really close. Well, you know, what ended up happening is that he had a heart attack. And I was like, what? Now, they lived in Waco. I was in Fort Worth. So Waco to Fort Worth, what, 45 minutes, maybe an About, hour and a yeah. half, depending on if you drive yeah. in traffic oh. the time of day. So I was like. I'm driving to Waco. <laughs> uh, I got I got to go. So I told my boss what happened. My boss was like, oh, no, can we send them something? I was like, I know his wife is there. I was like, what I'd really like to do is like hand deliver some flowers and some food if that's okay. And at first my boss was like kind of like, eh. But again, I developed this relationship with them where I knew yeah. like it wouldn't have been awkward for me. I wasn't asking to go to the hospital and see him laying in the hospital. But like, let me just show up, see you at the hospital, shake your hand. Sorry for your loss. Give you the food. Tell you it's okay. And I had just gone through like four months before that losing my grandfather. So I feel like in my yeah. mental state too, I was in the same place. But that changed my whole perspective. We are not curing cancer as account managers. No, we that changed too. my whole perspective yeah. on how you deal with people and understanding what's going on and just being more sympathetic and empathetic towards people's feelings, relationships. Why is this client so pissed off about something? Are they really invested they could just be invested and that's okay and trying to get to the same place but i'll tell you what that i never thought i would live through a client dying on me <laughs> and wow. so that was and right to this day he's fully recovered by the way i was, gonna oh, I was about good. to ask that because i know you said he drive for three yeah. minutes and i'm like didn't I'm pass away no brain loss no memory loss wow. nothing. perfectly fine all the doctors and nurses were like you are basically a miracle like i don't know why but you are literally the miracle exception um, we're still friends on Facebook. When I got engaged, he commented. He sent me a text message. Like, still great friends. I don't even work at the company anymore. Oh, wow. And to me, like, that was life-changing. That was the thing that I was like, I want to be friends with all my clients. I don't want to burn any bridges. I want to be the best person that can meet everybody in the middle, be understanding as I can possibly be. And I feel like that that's really why I've, I've gotten to the place that I've gotten in because I care and I make it known that I care. Yeah, that's really nice. You definitely made an impact on them, it seems. I'm glad that he's okay. Mm-hmm. Same, because I was freaked out. <laughs> I mean, I bet, I like, yeah. What? <laughs> that's, that's rough. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. 
Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals aged 32 and under who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an Admigo, join us at add the number to houstoncom You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at add the number to Houston. Thank you for listening.